elevate your summer with Osea's best-selling body care set. It's everything you need for radiant summer skin on the go. Featuring travel sizes of Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral skincare, like their best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Right now, you can get the best-seller's body care set, a $78 value, 33% off. And use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com, code SUMMER. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. I said, are you ready? Let's go. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration emancipation and restoration every day in Jesus name amen so God we're ready we need you to speak God we are ready we need you to speak speak with clarity speak with strength speak with power I take authority over this atmosphere in this building and online and I pray that you would speak with clarity that you would speak with power and God just don't speak but then give us the courage to go obey. Give us the courage to be doers of your word and not just hearers. And for this, we say thank you. In the building and online, release a praise for five seconds. Go, five. Like you're ready to receive the word. Four, three, two, one. Come on, shout, speak, Lord. Come on, let's go to work. So this series all this month is called Don't Get Punked. Somebody say, I won't be punked. I won't be punked. Uh, what is it to be punked? It is to be intentionally fooled in some way to trick or to deceive. And I've been teaching you so far from 2 Corinthians 2 and 11 that says, Let Satan should take advantage of us or punk us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So this series has been exposing his devices so you can defeat his devices. You cannot defeat what you cannot expose. You cannot defeat what you cannot confront. And for many of you, uh, there's things that the enemy's been using that you didn't even know were his devices. And so on Wednesday, I taught you, let him that stole steal no longer. Because 1 Peter 5, 8 says to be sober-minded. In other words, now's not the time to lose your mind. I pray that you stay in the right mind. I pray that you would have the mind of Christ. I pray that you would think thoughts that the Lord would have you to think. The scripture says, let this mind that was in Christ be in us also. I pray that you would not lose your mind. Would you touch somebody close to you? Because you don't know what's been wearing them down, what's been stressing them out, what's been frustrating them. Would you touch somebody online, tag them, or stretch your hand towards me and say, don't lose your mind right now. 
Be sober-minded. In other words, I don't need you drunk right now. I don't need you beside yourself right now. I don't need you losing it right now. Why? You are closer to your biggest breakthrough now than you've ever been. And I wish you would get this close and lose your mind. I wish you would get this close and give up. Please lift your hands. Say, I will not lose my mind. Let's go. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. In other words, be on the lookout because the devil is a punk, so you need to be on the lookout for him. He's trying to deceive you, take advantage of you. He's trying to intentionally fool you, which means I'm looking for him. In other words, you won't catch me off guard, punk, because I'm looking for you. I'm looking. I wish you would try to start something with me. You got to have the type of audacity and the type of aggressive attitude that says, I wish the enemy would try something with me. Why? Because he going to meet his match. Y'all better talk. I wish he would try to start some mess with me. Why? He's going to meet his match. See, for some of y'all, you're too nice to the enemy. Because when he does something to you, you get you shut down, you back up, you shut up. But instead, you need to be aggressive. You need to say, you got the wrong one today. Right plan, wrong man. Right plan, wrong woman. Come on, somebody say, I'm watchful. Come on, say it. Say, I'm watchful. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Why? Your adversary, he's our adversary, not God's. The devil prowls around. What is he doing? He's studying you like a roaring lion. What is a roaring lion? He wants to startle you. He's seeking someone to devour so he can steal from you. So pay attention to how he works. He studies you. He pays attention to what you say and what you do. He doesn't know what's on your mind, so he has to watch your actions to see what you think. Mm. He has to watch what comes out of your mouth to see what you believe. And for some of you, you need to stop giving him your playbook. I feel like preaching. Why? Because every time you're stressed out, you release your stress through your words. And instead, you need to say, I am so blessed. Instead, you need to say, I feel amazing. And I know what some of you feel like, Bishop, I feel like I'm lying. You're not lying. You're prophesying. The Bible says that we call things that be not as though they were, which means I'm not going to let them see me sweat. I'm not going to let them see that you're not even going to know this agitated me. You're not even going to know that this frustrated me. Why? I ain't even going to say nothing about it. I, I may make reference to the general situation, but I'm I'm not going to speak about it because you're not going to even know that it got up under my skin. Let's go. He studies you to startle you so he can steal from you. Because watch me. If, if, if someone startles you and someone starts, would you pick the bag up? Pick the bag up. Yeah, let's put this in your hands. All right. Pick all this up. Let's get to pick all this up. Okay. Okay. Watch me. Watch me. You got, watch me. You're carrying too much to let the enemy startle you. Watch me. You're carrying your business. You're carrying your family. You're carrying your kids. You're carrying your marriage. You're, car you're carrying your serving. You're carrying your side hustles. And watch me. He's been studying you. And so he's like, uh-oh. They're carrying a lot. So if I can startle them, I'm going to get them to drop everything. But I, need you to, but I need you to say this with authority. Watch me. Watch me. Because for some of you, your, your life, everything is, feels like it's in pieces. Watch me. Because you dropped it when he startled you. But I prophesied before November's over. I prophesied that before November is over. Everything you dropped, you're about to pick it right back up. And you're about to make up for the lost time. Because of what you dropped. Because of what you abandoned. Because of what you left. Say, let him who stole steal no longer. You can say it there. You can say it there. Say it again. Say, let him who stole steal no longer. So what did I teach you? That Satan was disarmed, defeated, and punked by Jesus. 
So he can't take anything from you unless you give it up. He can't take it from you unless you give it up, which is why, look even in the garden. He needed Eve to give it up. He needed Adam to give it up. With Jesus, when he's tempting him, he needed Jesus to give it up. He needs you to give it up because he cannot take it from you because he's been disarmed and defeated. And I showed you what that looks like. I got these BB guns over here, and that's like having a weapon. Watch me. But there's nothing in it. So what he needs to do is startle you with the weapon so that you think the weapon will work even though no weapon that's formed against you will be able to prosper. He needs you to be scared just because he got the weapon. But Watch me, but you gotta have the type of attitude that says you better shoot while you can. Watch me, you, if you aim for the king, you better hit. Why? If you come for me, you better hit. Why? Because don't let me back up and get back up and get my mind back together and get my fight together. And for some of y'all, I came to tell you this month you're about to get your fire back. This month you're about to get your fight back. This month you're about to get your passion back. Please lift your hands, open up your mouth, and say, "Don't start nothing, won't be nothing." Listen, listen, one of those devices is to get you to believe that all isn't well, even though it is. I'm going to say it again. One of his devices is to get you to believe that all isn't well, even though it is. But Bishop, it don't feel well. It's not well. It don't look well. Let me get you together. Romans 8, 28, one of my favorite scriptures. It says, and we what? No, which means this is something we believe. Say, I believe this. Now, you can believe whatever you want to believe. It is not my job to make you believe what you don't want to believe. See, for some of y'all, let me help you with your friendships and relationships. Watch me. If anybody can choose not to believe you or choose to believe something negative and evil that doesn't even fit you, watch me, then that's somebody that no longer fits you. Why? Why? Because watch me. And we know, which means I know this for myself. I believe this with every fiber of my being. I need you to speak this. Say, I believe this. I, and we know that God causes. Stop right there. In other words, God is the type of God that something will happen. But what he does, and I shouldn't say type of God because he is God. And beside him, there is no other. And we know that God causes everything. Say everything. To work together. For the good. In other words, God will take the good, the bad, and the ugly, and he's going to cause it, which means it wasn't supposed to until he touched it. Let's talk. That divorce was supposed to take you out until he touched it. That bankruptcy was supposed to ruin you until he touched it. That business failing was supposed to ruin you until he touched it. Uh, that move was supposed to bankrupt you until he touched it. That friendship was supposed to wipe you out until he touched it. Because when he touches it, what does he do? He causes everything to work what? Can you do your hands like this? He causes it to work together. For what? For the good. Come on, y'all. Say everything works for my good. All right, listen, listen, listen. listen. If they talk about you, it's working for your good. If they lie on you, it's working for your good. If they make fun of you, it's working for your good. Now, Bishop, how is that working for my good? Because if they make fun of you, they tell you where your treasure is. Whatever people tease you for, that's where your treasure is. Let's talk. Watch me. Watch me. If they if they lying on you, watch me. That tells you that's t that tells you where your next breakthrough is gonna come from, because because lies and false accusations are the final stage before something major happens in your life. 
So when I see the area you're lying on, I see where he's about to give me breakthrough in. Mm. Let's talk. And we know that God causes what? Everything. Shout everything. Everything, everything to work together for the good, which means God, watch me, uh, flour by itself is not that tasty. In fact, let's be honest. Anybody just had raw flour? I mean, who just goes around eating flour? Nobody. Somebody say gross. But when you put that flour with some eggs, you'll catch it. And then you add, add, then you add some other ingredients. You add some vanilla. You, you add some other ingredients. Y'all know I can't cook, so that's as far as I can take you. You add some oil. <laughs> you, you, know, you add some milk. You add some butter. When, when I start adding the ingredients together, what wasn't good by itself, I'll preach my own self happy. That one day wasn't good by itself. That one relationship wasn't good by itself. That one situation wasn't good by itself. But when you put that stuff together, woo, somebody say, it's working for my good. Let's go. And we know, which means we believe this, that God causes everything to work together for the good. For who's good? Of those who love God. Now watch me. It ain't working for your good if you don't love him. So for everybody that loves him, I'm going to give you five seconds. If you don't love him, don't do nothing. If you don't love him, just sit there. If you don't love him online, don't do nothing. But for those of us that love him, watch me. I wouldn't let nobody out love who I say I love. And if you love him, I'm going to give you five seconds to just let him know that God, I love you. All right, go. Go. God, I love you. God, I love you. God, I love you. I love you more than anything. Come on, Sunday. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. I love you because you first loved me. I love you because you forgave me. I love you because you protected me. I love you because you provided for me. Please shout, I love you, Lord. Be seated. 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 He says he makes and causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. Say this isn't everybody. So some of y'all need to stop telling people that it's going to work for their good and they don't love him. Because if you don't love him, it ain't going to work. And our call. Somebody say, I'm called. Watch this next part. Let's go. Watch this next part. Comma. Say comma. According to his purpose for them. Why is this important? Say comma. Because here's how most of us read the verse. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. But without the comma, you'll misread the message. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called hmm, according to his purpose for them, which means it works together for my good according to his purpose. Let me back it up. Which means you didn't know why you had to go through that court situation. It was so that you could get your foot in a court because you're about to have victory in the legal system. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. In other words, God says, I, I have a purpose for you. 
and things are working together for your good according to my purpose for you. Which means everything that happens is to get you in purpose. Ah! Every pain is to get you in. Every problem is to get you in. Every person is to get you in. See, some of y'all wouldn't even be saved today unless somebody cheated on you. And them cheating on you pushing you, push you to God. Y'all ain't going to talk to me? Everything works according to his purpose. Okay, so, 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 so look. So, so 2 Kings 4.18. Uh, we're where we need to get. So there's this woman. She's known as the Shunammite woman. Say Shunammite. Now, I want to do something because um, the Shunammite, she's, she's never actually ever named. The entire narrative only calls her the Shunammite woman. Say Shunammite. Shunammite. Okay, now let me get you together. Say Shunammite. Okay, because some of y'all, you know, just, I don't know what you were saying. Just, <laughs> Sheila, oh Sheila. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, Sheila. Y'all don't know the video. Okay, y'all don't know it. Okay, all right, that's okay, that's okay. Be spiritual. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so she does something unique. She's a wealthy woman. Says she got money. She's a married woman. Says she's married. So we got an Eminem. She's married and got some money. All right? Now, now she's married and got some money, but what she doesn't have is a child. Um, and she had gotten, listen carefully, she had gotten so used to not having a child, she decided that that was not what she was going to have. And for some of you, there's certain things you've not had it for so long, you've just given up on ever having it. <laughs> you just said, I'm not even, look, look you, you just said, you know what, I guess I'm just going to have to deal with this the rest of my life. I guess this is just going to be, this is just going to be what my life is. And I came to tell you, you serve a God that loves you too much to, to leave you with lack Woo. So she's not even looking for a child. See, she's gotten that off of her mind. Why? Because she's, she's got money and she's got a man. Shantae's got a man at home. She's the Shunammite woman. Got it? She's got a man. She's got a man. She's married and she's got money. She does well. She's well connected, which means she's a mover. So we got MMM. She's married. She's got money and she's a mover and a shaker. Now, she does something unique because when Elisha, who's the spiritual son to the man of God, Elijah, when he comes through, she does something so unique. She serves him in a way that nobody else had served him. Pay attention. She says, this man of God is always having to go back and forth. Let us find a need and meet it. <laughs> See, when you start making stuff happen for God and God's man, I'm just going to tell you, God's going to start making stuff happen in your house and for your life. Y'all better talk to me in this building and online. See, people will talk about you, but they, they're not going to hold a miracle that you're about to hold. Because she's married, she's got money, she's a mover and a shaker, but she's about to get the fourth M, which is a miracle. Would you shout in this building, shout miracle coming. Let's go. Let's go. All right, you ready? So she does something for him. She finds a need for the man of God, and she meets him. She tells her husband, let's build an addition to our house. See, you need to be so blessed, watch me, that you ain't got to go run to the bank to get nothing. Okay, y'all ain't going to say nothing right there. I need you to speak this over your life. Say, money is not my issue. She adds an addition to her home. 
And she builds a room for the man of God and puts supplies in that room for that man of God so that whenever he's traveling in and he needs to stop, he can stop at her house. Why? Because she said, I have a way to meet a need. Let me meet it. Let me show you what, watch me, where your next sign of favor is going to come. Because you're going to find the need and meet it. Watch me. And when you meet that need, it's going to meet your need. I'll talk over here because they don't shout over here. When you meet that need, it's going to meet your needs. Let me talk over here because y'all got quiet over there. When you meet that need, it's going to meet your need. So watch me. So the man of God... The man of God sends your servant and says, what does she need? He says, she did this for me. How can I bless her? Okay, I want you to practice these words because you're about to hear these. How can I bless you? Would you please look at somebody on your left and your right online, type it in the comments or stretch your hands towards me and say, just say, how can I bless you? Oh, somebody's about to ask you that question. How can I bless you? How can I hook you up? How can I make your day? How can I make this situation work for you? He says to his servant, he says, find out what she needs. Find out how we can bless her. And so his servant's name is Gehazi. Gehazi goes and basically says, do you want us to go speak to the king on your behalf? Maybe get you some favors? He says, oh, no, I already, I'm going to move in and shake her. She says, I don't need you to talk to the king for me. I already got the direct number. She says, I don't need that. Elisha's like, well, does she have a child? Because in the Hebrew culture, your ability to produce a child was directly connected to your sense of worth. Now, let me be very clear to every woman listening to me right now and every man listening to me right now. Do not take on something that was cultural and make it law for you. In other words, stop thinking that because you don't have what somebody else has that you're less valuable than what they are. Y'all ready? Okay. So he says, well, well, okay, she didn't have a child. So he says, by this time, next year, you're going to have a child. Look at what she says to the man of God. Man of God, please, look, look, this is the hood version. Don't play with me. She said, man of God, do, do not, do not. She's like, I'm good. She says, please don't get my hopes up. And in other words, in other words, my hope in that area is dead. She said, I can hope for some money because I got that. Y'all better talk to me. I can hope for my merits because I got that. I can help that I'm a mover and a shaker and I got that. But I, I can't hope for this one area of my life, which means it's possible to have money and still lack hope. It's possible to have nice things and still lack hope. It's possible to be popular on social media and still lack hope. She says, don't get my hopes up. Elisha's like, oh, wait until you see what God does in 12 months. You ready? Prophesy to three people around you and just touch them and say, watch your next 12 months. Watch your next. Come on, online, tap it in the comments, stretch your hand. Watch your next 12 months. By this time next year. By this time next year. By this time, you're going to be walking in it. You're going to be driving in it. You're going to be sitting in the office. Y'all better talk. You're going to have a property here and there. You, oh, my God. Say, by this time next year, I just need two or three runners in the building. I just need somebody to get up in your living room and just run. By this time, 
here. I can't wait for the next year. This is why the devil tried to get you to commit suicide. This is why the devil tried to make you give up. Because by this time next year, it ain't going down. It's going all the way up. It's going all the way up. It's going all the way up. Good God. Shout it again. Say about it. It's time next year. Look at me. Look at me. Watch. Watch. Look. He said by this time next year, you, you're going to have your fourth M. Because for some of you, this is why certain areas feel incomplete. Because you got the one M. You got the other M. But then you got this other M. But God says, no, we're going to turn this from a triangle into a square. You're going to have this M and this M and this M. And now I'm about to give you a miracle. Why did she lack hope in that area? Say, why, Bishop? Because evidently she tried and failed. Why did she lack hope in this area? Because evidently she had done everything. She had money, so, so, so she did everything she paid to go see every doctor she could see. She evidently did everything she could do. She sent her husband to go in there to get every kind of bottle she could get. Y'all ain't going to send them to me. She, she, she did everything she could do, and nothing worked but her serve. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. They talking about you, but they ain't going to hold what you're about to hold. Her serve set her up for a miracle. I need you to lift your hands in the building and online. Say, by this time next year. So look, so look, so look. In 2 Kings 4, um, the Bible makes it clear. Within 12 months, she had a son. Now, can I get real prophetic? Say, go, Bishop, go, Bishop, go. 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 So they tell me, for years, I thought it was nine months to, you know, for a child to go from, but now, now, you know, they're changing the numbers. They say it's closer to 10, which means if in 12 months from when he prophesied that to her, that um, she was holding her child, that would mean it was two months. Okay, somebody can count. Somebody can count. Which means it was the next two months that she got pregnant. What if I told you these last two months of 2023, God saved the best for last. I know you might be tired of touching your neighbor, but I need you to activate their faith. Wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Please touch your neighbor and just tell them, say, these last two are going to be the best two of the year. Tell them, say, these last two are going to be the best two of the year. Of the year. Of the year. Of the year. If she had the child, if she had the child, if she had the child, by 12 months later, that would mean it was in the two-month period after he prophesied it, 
You're not listening. It would mean that within the two-month period after he prophesied it, it would mean that in the two-month period after he... It would mean... So why does God have me preaching this in November? Because God says by this time, next year, I just need you to practice because some of you, you're going to be driving it. I need you to practice. Some of you, you're going to have the keys to it. I need you to practice. Some of you, your credit's about to go up. Your money's about to go up. Your faith's about to go up. Your family's about to go up. Your fitness is about to go up. Your future's about to go up. By this time, next. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Be seated. Be seated. Be seated. So, so the child grows. Watch me. The child she didn't ask for. But her serving set her up for. See, when you serve, you get what you didn't pray for. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Now watch me. The Bible doesn't say how long it took her to construct that. The Bible doesn't teach us how long he was coming and going before he prophesied that. So for some of you, watch me. Watch me. Your consistency is why you're about to conquer. Her serve set her up for it. She met a need for the man of God. Watch me. He didn't ask her to meet. She saw it and said, I can meet that. So let me, let me handle that for you. You need some people in your life that will say, look, uh, look, you didn't tell me to do this, but I can see you need this. Let me handle that for you. Would you practice this with somebody close to you and type it in the comments and say, let me handle that for you. So the child had grown. Watch the story. Watch the story. I'm almost done. The child had grown, and he went out one day to his father among the reapers. One translation says among the harvesters. I was going to give you that version, but, but I, I like the language of ESV, English Standard, so, so we're going to go with that. So th this is our chapter. Say, this is our chapter. All right, this is our chapter. Verse 19, and he said to his father, oh, my head, my head. So the father said to his servant, carry him to his mother. In other words, he said, listen, go send him to his mama because I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know what's going on. You ready? Next verse. It says this. And when he had lifted him up and brought him to his mother, the child sat on her lap until noon. Watch. And then he died. Wait a minute. We just finished shouting about she, had, she was married. She had money. She's a moving and a shaker. She got a miracle she didn't ask for, but her serving set her up for. And she begged the man of God not to get her hopes up. How did you give me this miracle and now the miracle's in my lap dead? How did you give me the job that I prayed for and now I wish I didn't have it? Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. How did you finally give me the ability to be what I wanted to be and now that I am what I wanted to be, I don't want to be it no more because I didn't know the stress it came with. You still here? You still here? You still here? So, so watch. So, so, the babe, so the child, excuse me. The child sat on her lap. Imagine, can we go here for a moment? Imagine holding your child in your arms, on your lap, to watch him die. Some of you can't relate to that. So imagine holding your business that you sacrificed for personally. People look at how you live, but they didn't see the money you had to sacrifice for your business. Imagine holding your marriage, the one that you had fought for, prayed for, 
Ask the Lord. Imagine holding something you prayed for and holding it in your arms and watching it die. It seems like a cruel jest because I didn't even ask for this. Watch me. You gave me this. And now it seems like the one who gave it to me is now taken it away from me because he was fine when he went to sleep last night. But when he woke up this morning, he was fine then too. But then when he was out in the field with his father, all of a sudden he got a headache that killed him. Now imagine what she's thinking as a mother. What your daddy do? What them reapers do? What's, what's going on? Imagine all of the things going on in her head, and I want you to listen very carefully to the next phrase because this is how the enemy will try to punk you because he wants you to panic because you're holding something that's lifeless. He wants you to panic because you're holding a bank account and you're trying to figure out how I'm going to make it work. He wants you to panic because you're looking at credit card bills and you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay. He wants you to panic, but I need you to open up your mouth and say, all is well. She said nothing negative to anyone, nor drew any attention to her issue. I'm going to back it up and say it again because you missed it. She says nothing to anyone, negative to anyone, nor does she draw attention to her issue. You know what most people would have did? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She would have taken herself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Watch, watch what the devil wanted her to say. He's dead. He wanted her to curse it herself. So then he could justify, Lord, Numbers 14, 28. You said you give her exactly what you heard her say. She said it. He got to die. Look at verse 21. And she went and laid him on the bed of the man of God. Ah! Oh, my God. She went and laid him. I went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and she shut the door behind him and went out. Notice how the Bible still talking about him like he's alive. It didn't say the corpse nor the body. It said him. So, oh my God. See, I need you to hear me. Don't let the devil punk you to get you to prematurely kill what's still alive. I came to tell somebody, watch me, your finances are still alive. Come on here. Your business is still alive. Your faith is still alive. Your family is still alive. Your self-esteem is still alive. Your mentality is still alive. Please touch somebody close to you. Say, I'm still alive. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. And she shut the door behind him. Everybody pay attention. Everybody pay attention. And went out. Verse 22. Then he called or she called to her husband and said, send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys so I can quickly go to the man of God. I want you to pay close attention. Listen carefully. Uh, who does she run to? The man of God. What does this mean? The word of God. She said, I need a word. She said, I don't need to see no doctor right now. Because the doctor can't explain how I had him in the first place. Why do you keep running to natural means to explain supernatural stuff? It don't make no sense how you're doing as good as you are now. It's something supernatural. So why are you looking at natural means? Who did she run to? Who she run to? The man of God. She didn't go to the doctor. I want you to pay attention. She didn't say anything to her husband. Because wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done. So if she says to him he's dead... And then they agree. 
Now he's locked there. You missed what I just said. Let me tell you why sometimes you try to call people and nobody answers. It's because the Lord knows you're about to say something. And I don't need you agreeing and getting agreement with this. Please hear me. Please hear me. Please hear me. There's some of you, you will try to call certain people because you're about to, I just need to vent. And God says, no, you don't. Talk to me. Don't talk to them. Some of you need to hold on to whatever it is and shut your mouth. Ah, please. Type it in the comments. Say, shut your mouth. In the building, it, it, they saying it to you because I'm telling them to say it to I'm telling them to say it to you. Would you just look at somebody and say, shut your mouth, please. Shut your mouth. 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 Watch me. She says, get a servant and one of the donkeys so I can quickly go to the man of God and I'll be back. <laughs> you missed it. She says, then I'm going to come back again. In other words, watch me. She says, I'll be right back. You ever left the house? I'll be right back. I, I want you to pay attention. She didn't panic, nor did she overreact. She said, I'll be right back. She shut the door so nobody could see what was going on in there. For some of you all, you have to stop drawing attention to your issue. Okay, let me help you. Don't respond to a negative post because you, you, you're going to give energy to negativity. Y'all not going to say them. Don't respond to some people crazy texts and crazy phone calls. Sometimes the best thing to do, watch me, I have a word I use, 86. That's a restaurant term which means don't even deal with that. Touch your neighbor and say 86 that. Y'all drop that in the comments. 86 that. Don't even, don't, don't even address that. Okay? She shuts the door. She doesn't tell her husband what's going on. But watch me. Because if he agrees with her that the child is dead, then all of a sudden, now the enemy has punked them into producing their own problem by their own prophetic declaration. I'm doing the best I can. Verse 23. And he said, why are you going to see the man of God today? It ain't new moon nor Sabbath. In other words, you're like, it ain't Sunday or Wednesday. It ain't no pop-up right now. It, it ain't prayer. What, what, you, what, what you getting the word for right now? Why are you on YouTube watching the messages right now? Why are you in the app watching the messages right now? You're catching. Why, why are you watching? Why are you re-watching what you already watch right now? Watch what she said. Watch what she said. If you don't shout, all is well. I'll talk over here because they ain't talking over there. He says, why are you going to the man of God? He says, it's, it's not time for church. It's, it's not time for that. Her response is, all is well. <laughs> Y'all ain't talking to me. But what's me? There's a lot of people who got a lot of stuff to say. And sometimes all you need to tell them is, all is well. Would you put that in the comments and say, all is well? Watch me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Verse 24. Then she saddled the donkey. I thought there was a servant. In other words, look at me, she handled it by herself. And what the enemy sometimes wants you to do is to involve others so that now what was supposed to only last a day lasts weeks, months, years. For some of you, the only reason that problem is still going on is because you talk too much. For some of you, the only reason that issue is still bubbling is because you talk too much. Oh God, it got quiet right through there. Because sometimes you feel like you knew co-signers and really all you needed, watch me, was, was one word. What did the woman say? All is well. Practice it Sunday. Say all is well. 
Come on, tap it in the comments. Y'all in the building, shout it as loud as you can. One, two, three. All is well. No, no. Verse 24. She shadowed the donkey and she said to her servant. Now pay attention. So now we see the servant. Urge the animal on. Don't slacken the pace for me unless I tell you to. Look at me. She had a spirit of urgency. See, sometimes the enemy wants you to sit back in the paralysis of analysis so that you do nothing. You just sit back and you do nothing. I'm just thinking about it. I'm just processing it all. What are you, a Windows 95 computer? Why does it take you so long to process what should be very simple? Do you want him to live or not? The source that gave him to you is going to be the source that's going to keep him. She had a spirit of urgency. In other words, she was like, make this donkey run as fast as this donkey can run. Make this jack butt run as fast as, come on, this Second Sunday. Make him run as fast as you can make him run and do not slow him down unless I tell you to. In other words, she says, this is going to get kind of rough looking. This is going to look like you need to slow me down. There are certain people in your life that keep telling you you're doing too much. You just don't have the spirit of urgency that I do. Y'all got to hear me. There are certain people that keep telling you, you got too much on your plate. No, don't tell me that. Just because you can't eat all of this don't mean that I can't eat all of this. Just because you can't handle it doesn't mean I can't handle it. Don't put your restrictions on me. Please touch somebody. Tell them, say, don't let them put their restrictions on you. Come on, you'll type that in the comments. I'm almost done. In other words, in other words she's like, this is going to look really rough for a while. This is going to look really rough for a while. Listen to me carefully. This is going to look really rough for a while. This is going to look really rough for a while. This is going to look real crazy for a while. He's going to start bucking once he starts going fast. It's going to look wild for a while. Let me back it up and say it again. It's going to look wild for a while. She says, but don't slow down. And I came to tell somebody, you better not slow down. Mm. You cannot slow down. You cannot slow down. Please lift your hands. I'm almost done. Lift your hands. Say, I cannot slow down. I cannot. I cannot slow down. Come on, y'all. Please open your mouth. Say, I cannot slow down. I cannot slow down. I know the devil wants to tell you to slow down because you're panicking. I know he wants you to slow down because you think all is not well. But say, I will not slow down. So listen, 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 listen. Verse 26. He's, um, Elisha sees her coming to him. Now, we don't know how long the journey was. We, don't, we know that it was far enough she couldn't walk. We know that it was far enough that she had to get the donkey, which in the Hebrew culture represented a luxury automobile. So, so she had to use one of her nice cars to go get to the man of God, which means, watch me, there's sometimes where God says, I'm going to watch what you're willing to sacrifice to get what you want. Because if you're unwilling to sacrifice, I'm not going to give you what you want. I'm going to say it again, because we live in a culture that wants everything for nothing. But God is not that type of God. God says, you want something, you're going to have to sacrifice for it. And here's the truth. Anybody that has anything that tells you they didn't have to sacrifice anything, either one is lying or two isn't going to have what they have for very long. Because it's sacrifice that makes you savor what you get. It's sacrifice that makes you protect what you get. If they knew the hell you had to go through to get it, then they would understand exactly why you do what you do to protect it. So watch this. He says, run at once to meet her. He's talking to Gehazi, his servant. He, he, says, he says, there's the Shunammite woman. Notice we don't have Bishop. We don't have her name because this miracle isn't limited to her. You can put your name there. 
run at once to meet her and say to her, is all well with you? Pay attention to the question. This is now a test. Is all well with you? This is a test. Listen to me. What you going to say now? Watch me. You just said all was well a minute ago. Now that you've been through this rough journey on this donkey to get to the man of God, is it still well with you? Or have you given up hope because of how long it took to get to it? Run at once to meet her and say to her, is all well with you? Touch your neighbor and say, it's only a test. It's only a test. Is all well with your husband? Watch this. Is all well with the child? Say, it's only a test. Now, he's the prophet. <laughs> he's the man of God. Watch her answer to Gehazi. Say it with me. Remember the scene. Remember the scene. Let me remind you. Do you remember? Listen, let me remind you. She held her son in her arm until noon and watched the life fall out of him. Took him up to the man of God's room that she built, which he, she wouldn't have had had she not served. Because serving always creates you conveniences you're going to need later. Ah! You ready? She takes him into that man of God's room. She lays him on the bed. She shuts the door behind him. She doesn't say anything to her husband. She doesn't say anything to the servant. She doesn't draw any attention to the situation. She tells her husband, all is well. I'm not telling you why I got to go see him because I'm not going to agree with you that this negative thing is going on. Because perhaps this whole thing is just a test to see if I will manifest it myself. You with me? So then when she gets to the man of God, he says, Ask her these questions. It's all well with you. It's all well with your husband. It's all well with your child. Three questions, one answer. Which means I don't care what the question is. Here's what your response should be. 100% of the time, all of the time. How you doing? How's your business? How's your family? How's your money looking? How's your kids doing? She says all is well. She wasn't lying. She was prophesying. She was not lying. She was prophesying. She was calling things that be not as though they were. And here's what you've mastered and you got to change today. You've mastered calling what it is. Well, that's just a news reporter. We don't need a news reporter. We need a faith reporter. Whatever area has been wearing you, wearying you, stressing you, I just want you to get it on your mind in the building and online. And on three, you're going to holler, all is well. You got it on your mind? One, two, three. All is well. All is well. Verse 28. Then she said, did I ask my Lord for a son? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Look at me. She still never said anything negative. Watch this. And she did not disrespect or dishonor him because of her current predicament. Oh, it's got quiet right there. All she said was, man, watch how she addresses him. Did I not say, ask my Lord for a son? Did I not say, do not deceive me? She didn't say, Junebug did. She didn't say, I'm so stressed out. She didn't say, I'm so overwhelmed. Now, I know this contradicts a lot of what modern uh, psychology tells you. But the problem is, them people crazy. Yeah. 
how you gonna listen to crazy people about how not to be crazy? For, for as advanced as medicine, and nothing against medicine, I'm a pro-medicine, we got doctors all throughout our congregation. Uh, hear me, hear me, I'm not saying anti that, but as for advanced as psychology and therapy and all these things are, people are more crazy today than they've ever been before, which tells me the natural way ain't working. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I got something supernatural. Let me be crystal clear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying if you ain't supposed to take some medicine, you don't take your medicine. I ain't, I ain't, saying, I ain't saying that. Now, let me just be clear about what I'm not saying. But watch me. <laughs> watch me. Watch me. If you grew up in the South, they call them nerve pills. Listen. Okay. So, so, so I am not giving you a diagnosis from the pulpit. What I'm saying is, it, it, watch me. This is, this is psychological here because she had to tell herself all is well. And you're going to have to tell yourself all is well. Well, just own the fear. I can't own that. You're not listening. Well, just, you know, live in the feelings. This is why you're so emotional now, because you live in your feelings. Well, just embrace the feeling. Yeah, but I can't embrace that one. Please touch your neighbor and say, you can't embrace this one. You can't embrace this one. You can't embrace failure. You can't embrace, neg uh, 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 embrace negativity. You can't embrace this depression. You can't embrace this. You can't embrace this one. Okay. She says, did I not say, do not deceive me? Did I not say, uh, uh, did I ask my Lord for a son? In other words, no. But notice, she still never said anything negative. Verse 32, there's the little going back and forth. Elisha, um, if you read the whole chapter, I took a few verses out for the sake of preaching this. But if you read the whole chapter, he says, Elisha says, something's wrong, but the Lord won't show me. He says, the Lord's hidden this from me. I can't see this. In other words, he says, I can normally see everything doing, dealing with her. I can't see this. I, don't, I can't see this. Okay, okay, there's a whole revelation there. Um, because God wanted them both to see something. <laughs> Watch me. So what happens? Um, Elisha sends Gehazi, and he says, go lay my staff on him. He wasn't going to go himself. <laughs> He's, he sent somebody else to do it because, because he said, listen, th this is going to get him up. He sent him. The woman said, I'm not leaving. Unless you come with me. Y'all ain't gonna say that. She, she said, she said, I didn't come all this way. I didn't come over here for you to say, thank you, God. I appreciate you. But what I need right now, I need to make sure you come with me. Because I've come too far to be denied. I've come too far to give up now. Y'all, I gotta close this, but open up your mouth, shout, I've come too far. To give up now. So Elisha says, fine. I'll come. Fine. Fine. Since you ain't going to leave unless I come, you ain't going to stay in my office all day. Fine. When Elisha came into the house, he saw the child lying dead. Uh-oh. On his bed. Whose bed? Elisha's bed. <laughs> There's so much revelation I could give you, but I'm going to keep it right here. I'm going to keep it right here. We'll, we'll have to go there on Wednesday. Watch me. So when he went in and shut the door, uh, 
he went in and shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So he went in and shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Two is the biblical number of witness. Say, I'm about to see something. You ready? Then he went up, verse 34, and lay on the child, putting his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes, his hands on his hands. Mouth to mouth, eye to eye, hand to hand. Why? Because breath is about to come back in you. But let me make it practical for you. Say, make it practical for me, Bishop. Because the miracle you need is in what comes out of your mouth. The miracle you need is in how you see. The miracle you need is in what you do with your hands. You ready? Say, Lord, touch my mouth, touch my eyes, and touch my hands. Say, that's why I need my miracle today. Say, don't let the devil punk me because of what comes out of my mouth, because of what I see with my eyes, or because of what I'm doing with my hands. Please say it, y'all. Say, don't let the devil punk me, Lord. We got to go. And the flesh of the child became, watch the Bible, warm. Which, why is it warm? It's warm because this is going to be a two-stage miracle. See, for some of y'all, you, you, you remember, you remember, you remember, come here. You, you remember, you remember uh, hot and cold? Okay. Now, everybody played it different, so this is the way we're going to play it today. If you were getting close to it, and say, you know, hot, hot, hot. If you're getting far from it, cold, cold, cold. But when you were getting close to it, warm. You miss your shout. I'll do it again. I'll do it again because you miss your shout. So don't miss your shout this time. If you were going the wrong direction, cold, 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 cold. If you were up on it, they say, ha, 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 ha. But watch me. But if you were getting close to it, We got about two more touch your neighbors this morning. Here's one of them. Just touch your neighbor say, you getting very warm. Come on. Say, you getting very warm. The flesh of the child became warm. Can you celebrate a little progress? You didn't get the 10,000 you asked for, but you got five. You warm. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. You didn't get exactly what you wanted, but you got part of it. You warm. It ain't going exactly how you thought it was gonna go, but it is going. You warm. I wish you'd open up your mouth and say, God, I thank you that I'm warm. I'm closer. 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 I'm warm. I'm warm. I'm closer. I'm warm. I'm closer. I'm closer. I'm closer. I'm warm. And I'm closer. And I'm warm. And I'm closer. And I'm warm. And I'm closer. And I'm warm. I praise him because I'm close. I ain't got through the door, but I'm close to that door. I ain't seen the breakthrough, but I got the break. Ah. <laughs> Somebody shout, I'm warm. Okay, this is so good to me. This is so good to me. 
He's looking at me. Stand, stand up in the building and the line. Stand with me in the building and the line. Stand with me in the building and the line. Here it is. Stand with me. Let's go. Verse 35. And he stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times. Let's count it out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Why seven? There's a word for that. Shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is. Ah! Wow. All is. Wow. All is. Wow. All is. Wow. Put a praise right there. Go. 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 All is well. All is well. She got what she said. She got what she said. She got what you said. Harvest, I come to tell you, we're about to get what we... (laughs) Say, I'll get what I said. Let's go. Let's go. What she keeps saying? What she tell her husband? All is well. What she tell Gehazi? All is well. What she get? All is well. He made that boy sneeze seven times to let her know you got what you said. Seven is a biblical number of completion. Completion is a biblical number of shalom. Shalom, shalom means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. How's your job? How's your money? How are your kids? How's your mental health? How's your body? Yaddy, yaddy. 36. Call. Listen, we still don't know her name. Call this. Listen how he talk about her. Call this Shunammite woman. She's this Shunammite woman. She built you a whole room in your house and all that. Because God wanted you to know that you're the Shunammite. Now, before I read the rest of this verse, let me tell you what Shunammite means. Say, I'm the Shunammite. It means undisturbed. One of my favorite shirts to travel in says, unbothered. And uh, it just travels really well. It's a real comfortable shirt. But, but, but it's my reminder, nothing is going to bother me. Because while the enemy may make me a target, all I got to do is dodge. Sharpened. To change or create a difference. You ready for this? Watch what her name means. A year. By this time, somebody said, I'm the Shunamite. Now, okay, for real, for real, for real, for real, I know we've been shouting a lot, but like, I don't know how you don't shout when the Bible is this good to us. I don't know how you don't shout when the word of God is this good to us. Here's the last definition of Shunammite, double. What does the Bible say? I'll give you double for your trouble. The scripture says, I'll give you two blessings for every trouble that you had. I need you. This is your last, that's your neighbor. 
Touch your neighbor and say, you're about to get double for your trouble. Because you kept saying, all is well. Uh, how's your health? All is well. But Bishop, the doc- I don't care nothing about what the doctor said. I don't care nothing about what the report said. Your report is, all is well. Verse 36. Call this, say your name. Call Bishop Kevin Foreman. Call Bishop Kevin Foreman. Call Harvest Church. Say your name. Pick up your son. Some of y'all will get it in a minute. You'll get it in a minute. It says, call this Shunanite woman. He said, watch me, and pick up your son. You're not listening. You're not listening. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to get this. Say, call this, say your name. And say, pick up your money. Pick up your car. Pick up your keys. Pick up the book from your book deal. Y'all ain't gonna say that to me, so I'll just preach while I that. Pick up the technology for your business. Pick up the furniture for your new office. Pick up your new automobile. Pick up your new property. Pick up your new peace. Pick up your new joy. I dare you to prophesy with your body language like you're reaching to pick something up. I came to pick up my check. I came to pick up my victory. I came to pick up my joy. I came to pick up my peace. Call this Shunammite. Call Bishop Foreman and tell him to come pick up your... Lift your hands, worship God for five seconds right there. Go, five. Four. Three. Two. Two. We gonna stay there. Two. 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 How many times did you say all is well? Twice. Two. You're about to witness it. Two. Two. One. Come on, say all is well. Say it again, all is well. Heads bowed, eyes closed in this building and online today. If you need to become a Christian, today's your day. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, today's your day to come back. Thirdly, if you're like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I sure enough want to be sure wherever you're at on the count of three, you're going to slip your hand up or do the hand wave emoji. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. All is, answer me, all is, <laughs> that's how you answer every situation. All is well. Can I be honest with you? I have done this for years and never knew why. For years. I have done this for years. Anybody that's been around me, I'll tell you. I've, for, anytime someone says, sir, you need anything, all is well. I've answered this way for years and never knew what I was doing. Sometimes God will have you doing something and you not even know what you're doing and then show, show you the revelation of what you were doing later. 
This is why I'm unbothered because all is well. This is why, watch me, this is why we keep winning harvest because all is well. But today, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself a little or be sure we need to get all well. On three, you're going to slip your hand up in the building online, do the hand wave emoji, it says to me, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three, wherever you're at, hands up in the building, online, do the hand wave emoji, or say it's me, wherever you're at. Everybody, everybody, online, you make sure you do that hand wave emoji. I got online ambassadors watching right now. Don't say, I'll do it later, do it now, do it now. Everybody say this to me, say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian for the rest of my days. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. All is well. In Jesus' name. We just prayed that prayer for the first time. Recommitted yourself to the Lord or you're now sure. Scan that QR code or text HARVEST to 55498. When you do that, I want you to get the text, and once you get the text, you're going to enter the option for salvation. Why? I want to get a message in your hand called, What Next? So now that you've given your life to the Lord or recommitted yourself to him or you're sure things are good with God, let me walk you through what to do next. Some of you are saved, but you don't have a shepherd. You can live in Denver. You can live in Atlanta. You can live in Timbuktu. You can live in Waxahachie, Texas. You can live in Melbourne, Florida. You can live in Melbourne, Australia. You can live in Sydney, Australia. You can live in Sri Lanka. You can live in the People's Republic of China. Wherever you are, if I'm your shepherd, you can connect. We're a hybrid church in buildings and online. So you said, Bishop Foreman, I've never met you. You don't have to meet me. This is a spiritual connection. That's why many of you never met me, but you feel like I know all your business. It's because I'm your shepherd. And the Bible says in Jeremiah 3.15, I will give you a shepherd after my own heart. And uh, if I'm your shepherd, let's connect. Be a part of the family. You text Harvest to 55498 or scan the QR code and you can join. You can connect. Be a part of the family. Again, I mentioned it earlier in the service or the experiences we call them. I'm going to push some of you to serve because you don't serve. Get involved. Once you join, they'll give you an email. You'll get an email and it'll give you some options so you can get involved and start serving. You don't have to live in Denver or Atlanta. You can serve online. In fact, much of our dream team now serves online, which is amazing to me. All right. I love you, Harvest. If you came in late, you weren't able to give. Get your giving ready. If you're going to sow the seal with me, get your seed ready. Here's our seed, 36 for 2 Kings 4 and 36. Call this Shunammite. She said, or he said, rather, pick up your son. <laughs> pick up your son. Pick up, pick up your, uh-oh, uh-oh, pick up your settlement check. Oh, God. I heard that loud and clear. Oh, my God, I heard that loud and clear. Somebody, by this time next Sunday, you're going to get an unexpected call because you got a check to go pick up this week. Pick it up. 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 How can you sow the seal? You can use Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two, PayPal, Ben Moselle, Givelify, all of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can mail it in, P.O. Box 441004. 
Aurora, Colorado, 844. Or you can use text to give. That's the way I use to give. And text him out to 84321. Let me get my seat in the ground. Guys, I don't just teach giving. I give. Um, you cannot, you cannot teach this principle of giving and then not give yourself. Somebody say, I'm a giver, and that's why I flourish. Where is sowing the seal in the Bible, Bishop? Several places, but made explicitly clear in 1 Samuel chapter 9. When Samuel, the man of God, gave them instructions, they sowed into it. Literature giving in the building and online. All of the giving methods are there on the screen. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I seal the word that I've heard. All is well. That's what I call this seed. All is well in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, aid to the men. Masters are passing here at Grape Street online. You can use one of the digital giving methods or scan the QR code. Let's do it together, everybody. Love God, love people, and Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So, just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world.